Hi, this is Ron Gilbert, and welcome to another weekly Thimbleweed Park Stand-Up Meeting podcast. I am joined by Gary Winnick. Hi there. And David Fox. Hiya. Uh, so with this little podcast is we quickly go around, the three of us talk about what we worked on last week and what we're going to be working on this week. And I think we'll start with Gary. Okay, so this week we had another big brainstorming meeting. I think it might be the last one we do for a while where we were sort of tying up a lot of the character-related uh, individual storylines and bringing that all together with their individual puzzles. So that went really well. Uh, I have been continuing to work on rooms. I've been working on the sewer area, which was sort of one of the last areas we needed to sort of define. We're still working on a lot of other areas as well, but I don't want to talk about that. don't want to give away any spoilers. And then the next thing I need to be doing now is moving on to some character animation. I'm going to create a couple of what we're calling Thimbleweed Park Crash Test Dummies, which are sort of generic characters that David and Ron can use to do sort of populate the world and create a bunch of other sort of interactions with. So that's kind of what I'm doing right now, pretty much. Great. And what are you doing next week? Uh, going to be working on, on more animation, most likely after I do the crash test dummies. I'm going to probably work on individual characters and actually go ahead and create some of the specific characters that are going to be in the game. I will still be checking back on the rooms, but I think we have that sort of under control right now. Yeah, it'd be nice to get uh, Dolores and Ransom and uh, Franklin as actual characters that can walk around so we can start switching between them. That sounds reasonable. David? Okay, well, last week, mostly working on finishing up the inventory items so that we have the images for them that we could pick up and in some cases combine objects with other objects. Now that Ron put in scrolling of the inventory, you can actually see more than eight of them. There was a really cool room that I got to do, which do the wiring of, which had five layers of parallax. So two in the foreground, the midground, and two in the background. And that looks great when you see that moving around. Um, can't wait for you guys to see it. Brainstorming yesterday, which was awesome. Needed to zone out when I got home after driving for three hours in each direction. Just watch TV for a while. And next week, uh, once Gary gives us the crash test actors, the characters, I'm really looking forward to putting some other characters in the game that you can interact with and wire up the puzzles more, more completely. Yeah, it's nice to see the puzzles actually come together. With the inventory items, you know, you can really start to solve actual puzzles in the game, and that's kind of neat. I've never been so excited to use a key and a lock before. It's kind of <laughs> ridiculous, ridiculous, but, you know, hey, it's yeah, cool. Yeah, 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 it's nice. Yeah, the brainstorm meeting was um, was pretty great. We got a lot of stuff. Uh, for me, I was, uh, last week, I was gone for two days, so it was kind of a slightly short week for me. I got a lot of bug fixes done and new commands in uh, for the language. I'm dealing with a bug with the squirrel bindings right now. For some reason, squirrel is deleting objects that it thinks, thinks have no reference to them, but they actually do have a reference to them, and I'm not completely sure why that's happening. I don't think it's a bug in squirrel itself. I think it's how I'm uh, using the bindings and the reference counting, so I need to go in and figure out what that is. Uh, that could be a frustrating thing. Not looking forward to that. I uh, got the inventory items working, and I did. got about halfway through putting together the new puzzle dependency charts from our brainstorm yesterday. And there's a couple of loose ends. There were there were some things that I think we we thought of, you know, as as two different parts, and we never really connected the parts together. I sent you guys both an email about that, but we need to figure out uh, how those two things connect together. Other than that, uh, the puzzle chart looks good. This is probably the most complex puzzle to PC chart I've ever done. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's pretty complicated. And I started color coding uh, the different boxes so we understand what are the ransom puzzles and what are the Dolores puzzles and the Franklin puzzles and the main puzzles. Just because there there's just so many connections going on, I wanted to be able to separate those out so we could see the different parts of the puzzles and the different character stories. But yeah, no, it's really neat. It's really neat. It, but it is making sense to you as you look at the entire thing. For the yeah, most- yeah, it is. It is definitely making sense. It's definitely making sense. It's it's just big and it's complicated. But, you know, as David and I were talking in the car on the way home yesterday, this is a really complicated story. You know, it's it's not just a simple story. There are literally five different stories being told all at the same time that all weave in and out of each other. And it's it's complicated. Yeah. Unlike Maniac, uh, it, it is true that we actually have backstories for each character that uh, matter and that you can interact with. So Whereas in Maniac, they just everybody just showed up and did what they did, and they had special skills. All these characters have some of that those traits, but they actually all have their own individual stories going on as well, which is pretty complicated. Yeah, I was thinking about that with Maniac because in Maniac there are the five different endings, but it's all it's all basically the same story with these five you know little branches and a couple little puzzles. But this really is these five stories that just weave in and out of each other. And it's a lot more complicated than I thought it was going to be initially, but it is fun. I have to admit that it is fun. Ron, you're never one to bite off more than you can chew. <laughs> no. <laughs> Mouth is pretty full though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, I, the other thing I'm doing today is taking all the notes that I took yesterday and trying to turn into a coherent email to both of you so that I'm not contradicting myself because we changed things during the brainstorming session. So I'll get that out today. Okay. That would be great. Anything else? No, I think that's it. All right. Well, talk to you uh, later. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.